0: What's good, y'all? My name is Jonathan Dumas, and this is the Real Talk with Dumas podcast. where I have real conversations with the people I see every day because we don't know what we miss until we miss them. And y'all, I have another dope episode with one of my favorite people in my life, but I have to share a few dope ways to continue to support the show. As always, number one, like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. It really helps folks discover the show. Number two, follow RTWD on IG at RTWD Podcast. Send your boy a DM. Let me know how you are digging the show. What are some of your favorite parts about the show? All of those things. And number three, by financially supporting the show. Because this thing ain't free. And there are two ways, I said two ways to support the show. Number one, buy your boy coffee. That is for those who just want to support me on a one-time donation. And another way to support the show is by a monthly subscription by joining any one of our tiers um, on our Patreon page. All that information is in the show notes, but let me get to my guest this week. This week, I am joined by Catherine Castro. Catherine's a proud mother of two Chamorro Panamanian Italian children the co-founder of Parenting Backwards. Catherine, you're the board member of what?
1: Finadeni.com.
0: Awesome. All right. A (laughs) mission-driven social enterprise to preserve the vibrant culture of the Mariana Islands, your social justice advocate and at Hustle Hunters and in her community. She's an active member of Sister Circle, Black Women in Tech. She loves the beach, hiking, and crafting in her spare time. She's known for gathering folks, giving back, and is a highly ranked facilitator. Fun fact, she also wrote a children's book about (laughs) acceptance. I am so excited to have Catherine on the show. This is a long time coming, y'all. We had to reschedule a few times. All kinds of stuff was in the universe. It seemed like the universe was against us from recording this episode. Um, But I'm so excited to have her on the show to talk all kinds of things with y'all. So sit back. Uh, and if you're driving, you know, continue to drive. If you're doing the dishes, continue <laughs> to do those things. But open up your ears, open up your hearts, and get ready for a great conversation. Catherine, hey, what's up? How are you doing?
1: Thank you so much, Jonathan. And you know what? I don't think we're late. I think we're right on time. That's you know what, how I feel about that.
0: There we go. My grandma would say the right, the same exact thing. She said, Hey, ain't nobody ever late. You're right on time. Go ahead and come on, sit down. So I, I love it. I love it.
1: I think we're right on time. Wow, what an introduction! You know, I, I think I wrote some of those points for you. I don't know how many months ago, mm-hmm. and I was listening. I'm like, wow, who is this person? Oh, it, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just it's humbling to hear your intro. So of me that I wrote, I don't know how many months ago. Um, thank yeah. you for reading that. And Infinite Danny's a tough one. It's yeah. a it's yeah. a sauce. It's a yes. Chamorro culture sauce that my son prefers over ketchup. Please Google it. I love it. It's it's delicious. When you come visit, Jonathan, I'll get you. I got you a jar.
0: Yes, yes. And the thing is, I've had it. I've had it. I don't know why. I I, 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 I don't know why I'm just tongue-tied today. I could not say it. It's just all a little right, peek got you. Behind. Yes, thank you so much. A little peek behind the curtain, y'all. I tried like 17 times. Could not get it. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, so Catherine, I know I read that that bio about you, but one thing I love to do is ask folks like to share who they are because it, it gives mm. so much more insight than me just reading off the paper. It doesn't matter how enthusiastic and how much charisma I can read that thing with. Um, but I always love for folks to share who they are just from their own mouth. So yeah. um, who is Catherine?
1: You know, I, I love that you're asking me to tell that story today because I think the last time we were trying to meet, I left some stuff out. You ever been on a mic, y'all? If you haven't, it's really a cool experience because it makes you like check like, oh, I wish I said this. Well, today's that day. That's why I think mm-hmm. we're on time. Yep. So I'm Catherine Castro and I'm actually from Panama. Shout out to my folks. I immigrated here when I was about seven years old. I don't know if I ever told you this story, Jonathan, so I'm kind of excited to see your response. So the way I remember immigrating here was one day I was comfortable and in my surroundings was extremely colorful. So what I mean by that was literally like jungle piercing through buildings. All the people around me were beautiful shades of black and brown. Um, Everyone had different eyes, lips, everything was just Different in a very beautiful, glorious way. Then I took a nap on a big machine called an airplane, and I woke up. I haven't told you this. Oh, this no, is fantastic! I, this is yes, literally the I first time I'm this.
0: hearing this story. This, the fir- this is the gracious. first time. This is the
1: first time I'm sharing this to the world, yeah. um, y'all. I'm, I wish I could say this part is for you. This part is actually for Jonathan. He's been in my corner for so many things, which I'll get into, um, and the rest will be for all of you, I promise. And so I, I get off this plane. I didn't know it a plane; it was a machine, and it was freezing. I'm like, you know, like you're hot and then you step into a freezer for like meats. That's that's how cold I felt. And everything turned white. Ironically, I even had white clothes and it was the first time I saw white people. Mm. And it was the first time I didn't see, lack of a better description, my people. And I remember coming here just feeling completely scared and isolated. And when I spoke to me in my small seven year old mind, that's the only language that exists, which was Spanish. And the fact that nobody could understand me, that was a whole... I'm like, wait a minute, there's another There's another way to speak and communicate. And so I didn't always speak English. The Spanish is my first language. I, I hear it and I understand it pretty fluently. So if you talk mess, I will let you know, hey, I understand what you're saying, you know, like, yeah. I keep my mouth shut up, I'm just like, you know, it's not really private. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward, I went to uh, many grade schools. I've been called the brown one, the black one, depending on the time of the weather I've been called the Panamanian one, that one. Um, I've had eight nicknames. I'm not going to go through those today. Mm. But the point is, my identity, I didn't feel like I owned my identity. And then to high school, I went to four high schools, one of which was in the sticks, like the country. Like, there was nothing to do there. There was a lot of cows. Uh, now they have a target. And so it's it's more known. And then four high schools later, I ended up in Alameda, California. I went to college by accident. And what I mean by that was someone caught me cutting class it's not that exciting. I was studying in the library because I worked late. Yeah. So, you know, right. who gets caught cutting <laughs> in the like, library? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, what was I doing? Yeah. yeah. The, the other high schools, I was in other things, but I just met y'all. Jonathan, I'll tell you over like yeah. a year, but I just met all of you. I'm going to tell you what I was doing then, but I would tell you, Alameda High, I was studying. I was setting my butt off to graduate high school. My, my dream was to finish high school in the US. That was my mm. biggest dream at that time. And someone caught me and I don't know what you would do, Jonathan, if your mom's threatening you, like this is this is your last school, so you better make it count, right? I was like, I just listened to this woman. And there was a power dynamic at the time. I wasn't aware of it. Um, and I saw her once a week and I didn't know why. She just said, see me once a week, and you won't lose credits for class. Hmm. I mean, it's either that choice or she tells my mother. And I don't know if you were raised by a Panamanian mother, but you don't you don't mess with Panamanian mothers. And so I saw her once a week, and then fast forward she said, Hey. It's time to apply to college. And I laughed. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't have money. (laughs) (laughs) Because the translation at the time was like only the wealthy, well, still kind of true in a way, had access to that kind of opportunity. And so she said a whole bunch of words I didn't understand. Essentially, she filled out the documents for me Mm. and said sign. I said, "Okay, Jonathan, I didn't even know the acronym UC, University of California. I didn't even know what that stood for Mm. that's how much i knew about college
0: yeah
1: fast forward again i get this huge packet in the mail it looked really government jonathan what do you think when you see a government seal in the mail what do you think that is
0: i don't i don't be i don't be answering stuff like that
1: <laughs> yeah as an as an immigrant i was like that looks real government that mm-hmm. looks like it's maybe expensive yeah. and i avoided it and my, father, my mother was like you know it's big looks important i still not opened i gave it to my my person i'll tell you who she was and she started crying. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's worse than I thought. And she goes, you made it to UC Davis. And I was like, what does that mean? And she hugged me. I really said, um, Susan, Miss Irvine, I don't know what that is. And she goes, oh, honey. And she gave me the sympathy, Pat. So that was my experience of navigating the first system that wasn't creating for me, created mm-hmm. for me, which was UC Davis. And I really respect that experience. But I remember just feeling constantly like, why am I failing? All over, I'm such a hard worker. I'm so disciplined, but like I didn't understand keeping a grant. I kept, I knew how to get many jobs. I had four jobs at once, Jonathan. I barely slept. Mm. I drank way too much Red Bull. They could mm. have sponsored my education. The only say <laughs> much Red Bull I drank. I I no longer drink Red Bull, <laughs> but I was just an unhealthy student because I was doing my best to survive the system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I graduated, I realized I'm mad. I just. Felt like, I barely made this thing called college, and I saw a lot of people around me also struggling whether it was to finish to understand why they're there, so much hardship. And so, when I left, I decided, Well, I don't know what to do with my life, and I decided, Well, that was a waste of my time. And uh, I worked at Starbucks for a while fantastic place at the time to get trained <laughs> in yeah. something, and ended, I decided to go backpacking five months, no chick at home. I sold my stuff, I saved pennies. I went with my best friend, no ticket return, and I met amazing people. Mm. And on that trip, I realized, dang, I love talking to folks. If you haven't noticed, I love talking in general. But to ask questions and get to know people from all over over the world, that was exciting. Mm. And and there was a moment during that trip where I realized, I think I want to be a therapist. Because when people cry around me or have feelings, I know how to translate those emotions into actionable steps to support people. And so I went to San Francisco State to become a therapist.
0: Mm.
1: Are you familiar with that kind of process, Jonathan? Going to get your masters in counseling and therapy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you do the schooling, then you gotta get your hours and then you gotta God, do the, the licensure. Hours.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. So I collected I racked up my hours and I realized I don't think this is for me. Mm. I, I love supporting people, but I'm also I'm a kind person, but sometimes I'm impatient. And mm-hmm. so when I was supporting people, that journey could be a lifetime of healing which I love and respect but in terms of me being that person I decided that career coaching was my that was my thing like to see someone light up to write a resume to pitch themselves to rebrand themselves to like understand how to use different social media and platforms to help elevate their personality that just drove light and so now I'm a career coach counselor I ended up at UC Berkeley nice I loved it there I was on fire. I mean, I'm talking about like I started at that biology scholars program. I was serving BIPOC folks, historically excluded talent, the people that wanted to be doctors. One of my students actually just became a doctor. Amazing. Just became a doctor. <laughs> like it's amazing, right? And we're friends yep. to this day. But while I was there, something happened. I was at a crossroads and I just had my son and there was a reason they connect. I could have stayed at Cal and I think I could have done pretty well. And there's this other path, students that become these working professionals, BIPOC talent. I was just, I was so focused on creating this diverse pipeline to wherever people wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And then by chance, during the time where I'm being discussed about like, is it promotion or is it a different role or I'm being recruited on campus, a student approaches me and and they're devastated. They start crying. Mm -hmm. This is a normal thing in that type of work. But this person accomplished their goals. So it wasn't normal at that moment. Normal meaning it was a surprise. Mm. And they were expressing that they didn't feel like they belonged mm. at this mm-hmm. very prestigious, very well-known tech company. And I like keeping my bridges solid, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just take a guess. There's, I think, five you can guess from. You can just go ahead and pick one. Yep. And I got mad again. I, I just, It was just like the same feeling when I left Davis. Like, I came here. To be like, you know, to grow or something or to feel or more confident. And I just saw this person unravel in front of me on the street. It wasn't even in my office. Mm -hmm. And I got mad. And so I decided I vented to my partner. And on the back end of my little personal life, my best friend, Jay Castro, says, I've been telling you this for seven years. He worked in tech. Surprise. Mm -hmm. I've been telling you, we need that thing you're doing that. That counseling thing and that social justice, I mean, like, you got to come here. I'm like, you have enough resources. You don't need me. And then after seven years and this crossroads, and I think having my first child, I felt like, what if I leave? What are, what are the possibilities? What's my reach if I leave? And my reach could be and has been now global.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I ended up at X the Moonshot Factory, formerly known as Google X. I left on my own. And y'all, the first day I was off, guilty pleasure, I watched Friends. Jonathan, are you? Do you know who Friends are? Do you oh know the
0: yeah. Show? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I some mean, people uh, don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm Friends. I mean, yeah, Friends. It's, oh, absolutely.
1: Okay, so it's a guilty pleasure of mine because yes, there's a lot of ists in that show, and there's a lot of fixings to be fixed. Mm-hmm. That's my guilty pleasure, y'all. Remember, I didn't have friends, so Friends were my friends when I didn't have friends. <laughs> yeah. even, you, know, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so I was. I got my cup, got uh, some water. I sat on my couch, ready to just watch Friends all day. Also, Jonathan, this was the first time I was unemployed since I've been 15. Mm. That's a long time.
0: Yeah, Not, absolutely. You know,
1: I didn't know what to do with myself to be off. And then all over the news, there's this thing I couldn't pronounce. It started with this big C, and I was like, "What is that?" And they're like, "It's COVID." I'm like, "What's COVID?" And I'm watching it, and it was, it was, it was surreal to get every news channel talking and being so reactive and agitated and just stressed about this new thing. And something clicked in me. I knew this feeling before. I didn't know a pandemic, but I certainly knew pressure. I knew urgent and knew crisis because unfortunately I was in a lot of those moments growing up. Mm-hmm. Now as a mother and as a partner, I became very strategic and I started realizing, okay, come at me life. What do I need to do? And so I made sure my family was okay. I checked in on my community. I was coaching people how to use technology for the first time in their lives. I'm talking mm-hmm. about directors of uh, children care programs. I trusted them of my children's life, but I also know they're not familiar with using technology. Mm-hmm. So I started coaching people left and right pro bono because, I mean, honestly, how can I charge at this time? Uh, and I didn't need to charge. That's the other thing. I came from a lot of privilege. My partner was still working also new to me that I had that choice, and so during that time I just started giving where I could, and then I hired some dope folks, Jonathan and Jerry Salting. I adore them. When they just started, are you familiar with them, Jonathan? They're like yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're like LinkedIn famous, right?
0: Yeah, they're they're um, dope. they're cool people. I've I've met them before. They're they're yeah, really cool. Yeah. They're
1: really cool folks, and I met them when they were really new. Because I I mean I have an eye for talent. I'm like, oh, these people. Are, who's Jonathan? Who's Jerry? And I was like, also. Oh, I need to sleep, y'all. Like, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm 30. I'm a happy 38, and I need a rest. And so I'm like, who can I hire that has more energy than me? Who, like, while I'm sleeping, they know I'm going to wake up, and they're going to be able to push me because I'm a lot. I have a lot of energy, so I need someone to match that or bring more. And so I hired them, and what turned into like maybe I, I thought, I assumed I needed career coaching. Yes, career coaches also get career coaching. What ended up happening was they helped me market myself, mm. and that was uncomfortable. I didn't know how I felt about marketing our pain and how I can support folks, but they had me have a mind shift in that I became more accessible because it became a voice on LinkedIn. I became I started showing my personality. My opinion it was not easy. That ESL student was in the back of my mind. I'd overthink a post. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, I'll have a typo and I'm like, oh, I need to change it right away before someone screenshots it and shares it. And the positive out of that is that's how I got my current job Yeah, at Hustler Hunters. Mm. So I'll pause
0: yeah, and see where amazing. you want to
1: go from here.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's my job as the host. I'm reminded. I literally, so you bring up a really good point. Career coaches, any coach <laughs> needs a good, co- it needs a coach. Like if, if you had a career coach, or you got a coach, life coach, whatever, and they don't have a coach or helps have somebody that's supporting them. You need to ask or them, a
1: therapist.
0: Yes. They like you need to ask them some questions.
1: Like yes. who's supporting
0: you? Yeah. So I this past week was actually probably one of the biggest like helpful moments in my like personal life, coaching life, business life, professional life, all those things because like I was able to identify the this negative self talk that I have.
1: Mm. And was able
0: to give it a name, right? Like very similar to you, not in the same way as like ESL, like ESL student. Mm-hmm. Just for those who don't know ESL, it's English second language. So, but so so, but it's like I don't have anything to contribute to this topic. Nobody's gonna understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna make a mistake. It's mm-hmm. all spent legitimately, you know, a post that's like not very long. It'll take mm-hmm. me hours, hours to mm-hmm. write it. Email same mm-hmm. with emails, but like that negative self talk in the back of my name is the negative self talker. Is his name is Johnny he's Donnie. I was
1: gonna I was gonna yeah. ask if he had me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I don't like that person. Like because it's so not me. Like that like uh I, my coach, like shout out Desiree, was like able to identify and saying, like our, that wait, doesn't, our, from our, our Desiree? Yes, he's my coach. Oh, what? Yes, that's from the group. Oh, um, we're gonna get there. Yes, well, we you are. know,
1: we're not gonna that you have to wait to the end, y'all to hear about the group. <laughs> Yeah. And if you want to invite, if you want to invite, you better subscribe to Jonathan. I'm just That's kidding. Right. You don't have to. But that would be a really great in. Yes. Gave to Jonathan that way. Oh Anywho.
0: Yeah. Go so, ahead, like, she was able to, like, help me identify, like, that doesn't, from what I know about you, that does not sound like you, to, like, talk about yourself in that way. It's so, like, who is that person? Who is that thing? Like, let's let's name it. And so, like, mm. I've actually been able to, honestly, um, since I've been able to separate myself from that negative self talk. I've already found myself to be more productive because I'm able to say like, "That's not me." Like, who is that? Like, who is that? Where is that coming from? It's and like, how is does that how does Johnny
1: serve you? You know, mm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. I, I resonate with that with that so much from from what you shared because it's just like that's been so impactful for me. Thank you so much for sharing your, your your journey. I mean, yeah, that's the reason why I asked that question because like every single time I get a different answer. Like somebody. Some folks will, will tell me like their journey, where they came from, how they got to where they are now. And I love, love, love hearing the story and the process. Sometimes we'll just people will just tell me what they do. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I you know,
1: but That's just not yeah. me. I yeah. I, I, I'm, I tell people and I honor, I love this about myself. And it took me a while to, I paid someone a lot of money to get me to say that statement. I love this mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm really, I'm extra. Mm-hmm. And I'm a lot. And I've learned that doesn't mean I have to give everything I got all mm-hmm. the time. And when you were saying you have a Johnny, I have one
0: too. Oh, what's yeah. the name? I'm curious.
1: Well, that's a part I'll tell you in private in my home because
0: okay. <laughs> she
1: reflects a real person that exists. And so how that's connected was before I left X the Moonshot Factory, do you know what a perf is? Performance Evaluation? Yeah.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: In my opinion, I have not met one person. Maybe I need to expand my network that's already super awesome. That doesn't cause so much anxiety that it makes people like sick. I, mm-hmm. I, have, I have people around me. Uh, they were coaching me to get ready for it, to get ready mm-hmm. for this perf. And I'm familiar with it because I've coached people inside this this world. And I had Jonathan, the worst, worst perf I could bet that mm-hmm. exists. Mm. Well, I didn't harass anybody. I didn't do that.
0: (laughs) Not like, not like.
1: (laughs) But really, you know, at the moment when I read it, that's how I felt. Like I'm on this list of terrible human beings. And it took my therapist to check me and say, like, did he do this? Did he do, I mean, a whole bunch of outrageous things. I'm like, no, 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 no. And it was such a hard experience because it was, is Johnny a black guy? Yeah. Mine was a, a brown woman. Mm. And I think it hurt more because my fault was I put this person on a pedestal and I wish I had looked at their, their view more empathetically, meaning they were in the same system that I was struggling into. And that the reason I started off of how I got here to the U S is because it's all connected. It's all connected. The, the child we are, or we were, Now goes into a work setting and all those like very subtle memories, I think, determine how I respond. So in the moment I came here with my first person I did trust was a brown woman, a black woman, Mm. my mother. And so I think, you know, like it was a shock to my system. And so after that, I I decided, okay, wherever I go next, I'm I'm going to get very clear of how I'm going to transition it better. How I, if I dis, do decide to transition out, how to transition out. And once I have, I think, I think I got it. I'm going to share it with the world. So I think today that's why I would like to share with everybody is if you're thinking about getting into tech, you, I get this question a lot. How do you get in? How do you get in? And I'm not going to answer that question because y'all, you got that. Mm-hmm. You got that piece. You can, you can, you know, there's so many resources on how to get in. And I'm sure Jonathan have had a guess on how to get in. And if you don't know how to get in, holler at your girl. We have a diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, community gathering group. You can find me on LinkedIn, and I'll send you a link. Mm-hmm. It costs nothing. Well, time, and you have to be a giver. Yeah. Uh, where was I going with this point? How to get oh, in. how you to get it. in. So bringing in, 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 bring in you into that community, that will give you that resource. How to get in. Easy, mm-hmm. easy peasy. The part I want to focus out on is once you're in, how do you thrive? Mm-hmm. How do you thrive? So after I left X, that was one of my work streams was just like developing this concept and and framework to share with other people once they're in. The other thing I noticed was there's a lot of people that want to get in, but yet there's so many barriers for their experience and their voice. 15 years experience. Sometimes I see like masters in or a degree in something specific like ethnic studies. Now I'm not not validating those are great thing 15 yeah. years experience is a great thing yeah. ethnic studies is a great thing however this is someone is making that up someone's mm-hmm. making it up what they think this person needs right and I thought well Jonathan I'm about you but I'm trying to live my best life and one day like retire early <laughs> this is yeah. my dream and just like you know maybe coach forever I, I'm not sure but I for sure didn't want to die early as an advocate because we are advocates even if you're working in corporate and I want to bring more folks in. I want to. People say you want to that I want to move. Uh, open the door. No, I want to remove the door. I, mm-hmm. I want it gone. So yeah, I think that's what I'm excited to share today is how do you thrive once you're in?
0: I love that. I love that, and I feel like you know, um, I have in the in like the last year, or two years, just have known what is possible as far as like honestly. You know, once I make my mind up on something like that, like it's it uh, it's only a matter of time before it gets done or, or when it when it's complete or when it happens mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, I have no shortage of confidence in like what mm. is possible for me to do. You know, I just that's just the way that the, the woman ra- who raised me like that's how she, you know, I <laughs> said it's just, you know, she literally raised us to believe that we could do anything. And I literally believe I can do anything. So all the things I want to do. So, like, I think – but one of the things is that was a barrier for me, or even Mm -hmm. thinking about transitioning, making more money, or, like, getting into Mm -hmm. tech, anything Mm -hmm. like that, startups, startup culture, Mm -hmm. was, like, some of the gatekeeping that can happen. But once Mm -hmm. you know all the tricks and tools on, on like, getting in there, like, that's the easy part. It is – what I found in, like, even the startup world, like, being very few – one of the very few, like, black folks in there Mm
1: -hmm. is, like,
0: it's that part. Like Mm – it's the mm-hmm. thriving part. And, like, that's the mm-hmm. part where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I see all mm-hmm. these things of, like, getting into tech, get into tech, get into tech. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, yeah. But, like, yo, like, there's some spots in there that are just, you know, that'll mess you up if you don't have, like, a community, if you don't have, like, a, a support system, if you don't have, like, that. Just to find, you take, yeah. you don't take care of yourself. Just to find
1: mess up. It will mess you up. Let's really uh, unpack. Like, what have you seen? I'm going to switch my – I'm the host now. What have yeah. you seen in terms of, like – Mess up. What I what is the this. most extreme? Because I, I want to share this with the audience. Because someone could be suffering in silence right now, mm-hmm. and they're maybe overthinking their own experience of like, oh, this is my other stuff it has nothing to do with a toxic environment or minimizing mm-hmm. whatever the heck they're
0: experiencing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, thank you so much for asking that. So, like, yeah, don't gaslight yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't gaslight yourself. So, so mess you up. So it goes back to like even that story that you shared earlier about like this person just like unraveling um, mm-hmm. in front of you, just like being. I'll talk about my. I'll talk about my own, about my own yeah, yeah. experience. Just like yeah. I, I just, I just remember. Just I know that I'm like. For example, I'll give a clear example, very clear example. Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I had put together like I took time, and if y'all don't know this by now, I don't know what y'all have been doing. I'm black. So like I, I I took the time to like I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna put that question on the form to join that community I talked about y'all. I'm gonna ask is Jonathan Black or is he Chamorro? And if you get that wrong, I'm not gonna let you win. I'm gonna add that to the form. Go ahead, Jonathan.
0: <laughs> but I was just But like I put together like something for Black History Month, like I and I was I'm the ma- I'm the manager. I'm managing this location mm-hmm. or a couple locations mm-hmm. at that time. And so like I did their history of like Emancipation Day, Juneteenth, all this other stuff. I did I love to do design work, so I designed this thing. And so I share it company wide as a resource for folks. If they're I'm like, yo, I just took this thing, decided to, you know, level it up a little bit. I'm the black person and this, I you know, I took the research, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had a white person tell me, hey, like. Oh, no, no, no. I reached out to the person that was like doing graphic design and who was in charge of like divvying it out to everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: in that conversation, they said, you know, I don't think these colors are right. And I'm like, what? And I said, OK. I said, "I in my research, in the back of my mind, I'm like, there was some like little variations and differences of how people celebrate. I'm like, OK, well, this is the one the design work that I saw based off of the, the norm of like Juneteenth and celebrating it, explaining it. I shouldn't have to, but, you know. So here it is. Just want to share this out. He said, I'm going to talk to the person who um, is like leading this up and doing the research on this. And then we're going to go based off of what they're doing. Well, that person was a white woman. And so like they took the expertise of Black History Month of a white person over me. Right. And so like in those moments, I'm questioning, like, did I research the right thing? Mm -hmm. Did I like am I like. Mm why did I just spend this extra time outside mm-hmm. of my job to put extra effort in on to mm-hmm. developing this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. felt a little bit demoralized. I put myself out in front of the entire company because I posted it in their company-wide Slack channel. I did all of this extra work and like it was dismissed. And so like, there are just like moments like that that reoccur over and over and over again, not just with black history, but like with an idea that you have with, with you being gaslit by your manager or by somebody else on a different department. Um, not being listened to, not being heard, left out, isolation. I also also yeah. pushed out. Yeah, pushed that, out. That
1: is that is a fact, everybody that is rumor has it, people feel pushed out. I have coached people that have happened, it has happened to them. I've seen my partner go through it. Mm-hmm. And he is he can be white passing or mm-hmm. depending on if you're tomorrow, you can tell he's tomorrow mm-hmm. and he's male. So I'm going to go back a little bit. You opened up a little bit more information with your vulnerability. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to share, like, this is not about clout. This is about some facts. I believed that perf. I believed it. I saw I'm like, oh, my God, Jonathan, if you laugh, it's fine. Because I laughed later after therapy. (laughs) Part of it was like, I'm not organized. I'm not Mm. a strong program manager. I wasn't doing my job. And I've been working since I've been 15, y'all. I was like, what? have never. Got, and then I started tripping like, it, maybe that's true. Maybe mm. my, I have been sucking all this time and people have just been lying to me. I really believed it. And like looking yeah. back at it, I'm yeah. like, that's a lot of lying to someone. Yeah. That's yeah. so cruel. I, I, I believed it. Mm. And then what I had to realize, I looked back and looked at some other facts. Shout out to the ERGs. All of them. Seriously. And specifically the ERG's employee resource groups at Excellent Shaw Factory. They were my safe space.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And word had it. I I told one one I will call her a um Amiga, a sis. She's famine. And she's someone that I think has a more silent, courageous persona. And ironically, I was trying to evoke that out of her. I was giving her some coaching, like, get get it out. Like, I know it's in there. And then something happened. She, she brought it out on a day I was like shocking. So I told her I'm leaving. <laughs> and she mm. said, no. I was like, excuse me? She said, no, this is not okay. And she knew more details than people think because she held my tears. She gave me tissues. So she saw me break down mm. and get back up and get back up thinking, this is, this is suck it up, Catherine. You got this. Meanwhile, I'm also commuting to Alameda about an hour and a half to two hours to see my kids and my family every day, both ways. The bus gets me car sick, Jonathan. That was not a resource for me.
0: Mm.
1: So I'm, that's my, that's my safe space. Fast forward, she got so pissed. She wrote an, the best email of my life, I guess, <laughs> and sent it to the, all the ERG leads. And she's telling them, we need a, we need a help. We need to support Catherine. The people I started actually to put the most focus on, because I knew I was going to leave. I felt like this is, a, this is making me sick. And frankly, Jonathan, I made a pros and cons list. I think me and you love lists. And it wasn't the amount of things on the list, y'all. That was a big learning for me. The amount of something on a list doesn't mean that's more important. Mm-hmm. It's the items on that list. And there was one thing on the con list. And it was, I don't feel safe to grow a new child in this environment. Mm. And my partner and I want another child. And that was like enough. I'm like, I, I don't feel comfortable growing a life here. And mm-hmm. I've had a miscarriage. So I, and that felt really um disempowering and it was out of my control. But this felt like if I stay here, I know this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. And so she sends an email out and says, hey, let's, let's support Catherine. I'm like, wow, I need to receive. I need some help.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was suffering in silence. And and the reason I was so silent, people always ask, How come you didn't ask me for help? How come you didn't ask me for help? I like, because this space, their cultural norm is to be private, mm-hmm. to not share what's going on. And I do respect the why. They're, they're creating, lack of a better word, magic, magical things in there. I, I get why. But that also made me feel like I can't ask for help because I have to share details. And I also was still protecting my lead, mm-hmm. even though I felt terrible. I was still protecting d and i what if i came out with this story? uh news reporters are reaching out to me what if i come up with this story and then how does that look for all of us as a collective Mm -hmm. now some people don't agree with me that's okay but that that's my journey that's my path yeah and so when you're talking about like what's possible you know it can mess you up after I, i continue to go to therapy awesome therapist if you're looking for a referral you can reach out to me on linkedin and i'll give you a warm a warm handoff to her she's fire after I felt like I could rebuild, and really, Jonathan, I had a moment where I'm like, hey, I'm having a good moment in life. It was on my front porch, and nothing really happened that day. It wasn't like I won anything. It wasn't like I had a great interview. Remember, I'm interviewing. So, like, my mm. whole job is interviewing and meeting folks. Nothing happened. It was a boring day, but I felt amazing. Mm. So, I'm like, is this a moment? Is this a breakthrough? So, I messaged my therapist. She goes, You're not, it's not connect, connected to an accomplishment. I said, no, actually, I'm way behind. It's like three o'clock. I didn't do shit today. And she says, you're happy because you're happy inside. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm happy. And I felt so free and light. And so I thought to myself, okay, now that, that chapter is, yes, what's next life? Like, what's next? You know, um, so I want to do, do want a shout out to the ERGs there. I care for them. It, any of them reach out to me. I will always be there for them. But yeah, in terms of messing up, I did some research on mental health and tech. Mm. Around the time I started therapy, someone jumped off. This is a content trigger warning, please. And give a moment so someone can mute.
0: To those activated by conversations around suicide, you can skip past this part to the 35, 58 minute mark. And that's where you pick up where we left off.
1: When I started my therapy, it was the same time someone jumped off a Facebook building.
0: Mm.
1: And forgive me, Jonathan, um, it's triggering for me too. So I don't remember the name, not remembering as a coping mechanism, <laughs> FYI, <laughs> and I don't remember their name, but I should.
0: Okay, so unfortunately, there actually wasn't that much more information um, about uh, the gentleman, but his name was Quinn Chen. He was 38 years old. He was a full-time Facebook software engineer. Um, but just want to give a tiny bit more context for who he was.
1: I remember they jumped off and um, welcome back if you put me on mute. and I thought to myself, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And so I vowed that the next time I enter a space, I'm gonna do this with my whole heart. Like this work is not if you haven't gone to therapy and you and you want to go into diversity and inclusion, please check yourself before you wreck more of us, yeah, <laughs> you really absolutely. you really have to sustain in this work. People always ask, like, you look fine, but this happened, like the shooting in the schools. Yeah, I'm scared. I have a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. But I can't be scared all the time. I can't be angry all the time. And that was, thank you for, like, taking care of myself.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I, I resonate with that, too, <laughs> with just, like, the just not – yeah, just not being able to, just like being treated like shit. <laughs> at, 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 at work, at <laughs> Thank workplace. you for just
1: saying it. Like, yeah, y'all, it's, like, sometimes it's not that deep. You're yeah, treated like not,
0: shit. Yeah, it's just like, get out. Just, you know, I just get don't. Out. Out. I, I, I know that, like, I think I, I was at a place where, like, I called, and I've said this on the podcast before, like, after work, I called my mom sobbing because, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm terrible at my job. Like I'm terrible at mm-hmm. my job. Like nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's like Johnny talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that are reinforcing what Johnny is saying that are happening in the present that are being reinforced by like, not my direct supervisor, but their manager and like the way in the, in the system that like is in, in that whole thing. But like, I don't think my mom had ever seen me like that. I I had yeah. never been like that. Like all yeah. these different things, like, and honestly, my mom was like, I just, I had had no idea how to like care for you because like you have been an overachiever, a high achiever, literally all of your life. So I didn't Mm -hmm. know, even know what you were talking about or how. Mm -hmm. So like, so even for for my own journey, like that's, you know, when people ask me like, why did I become an organizational psychologist? Why do I, why am I a career and leadership coach? It's because of that experience. Like very similar to you of like, I do not want people to believe
1: mm-hmm.
0: these the negative self-talk, but also the systems that they are in, that they are that mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. even even leaders of color will perpetuate and have you believe mm-hmm. that you're not good enough to be there, mm-hmm. that you're not able to mm. succeed or 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 be or thrive. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yes. So
1: I would do yeah. want to talk about the system. How how do you yeah. navigate this? Mm-hmm. Um I do want to get to that. So if you have well, a pen and let's, let's paper. Just, let's,
0: just, let's just go there then. Let's just go yeah, there. Yeah, I just
1: want to go yeah. there because
0: yeah.
1: this story is not a sadness. <clears throat> I want to just clarify this. These stories are of moving forward with you, yeah. the listener. Yeah. So I have three golden tips for the listener once you're in. And if you're in now, you can still apply these these tips. Number one, this is from my career coach perspective, as a mother, as a mentor, and for thousands of hours at UC Berkeley, that one of the biggest pressure points people face is when they think they only have one option. Mm. That's the biggest stressor I see people go through. Oh my gosh! If I don't get this job, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cry all day. If I don't get this one thing then everything's lost. Everything you work for is gone. And so I'm going to specifically talk about your money, our money. Oh, a fun fact. I had to go to therapy to talk about money. So money, money, money. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. So talk about money. Please don't give one organization all of their, all of your power, all of your worth and all of your coins to one organization. So, meaning, if something happens where you're like, "crap, I got to get the heck out of here," but how do I leave? You know, make sure you have your savings. I know it is hard to save sometimes too. Okay, like when I first started saving, I think it took me I don't know how many years because I'm clearing debt. How do you save clearing debt? Yeah, not knowing Same. about money. It, it took it's me really so long ch- it's, to it's, learn <laughs> how
0: to save. Yeah, so please, y'all, Seriously. don't think
1: like I rolled out of bed this way. This I've learned from many mistakes. Okay. Yep. So, learning to save money, st- start saving now. To diversify your money. All right. Get a skill set. Look, I I know a woman down the street. She's an DI professional. Guess what her her side gig is? She walks dogs. Yeah. Yep. She's an L and D, and she's like, I just like going for a walk, and I'm mm-hmm. out here anyway, and I love dogs.
0: Yep. Walk I got dogs. a Wag account. I walk dogs sometimes. Yeah. Yep.
1: She's a Wag. I I, I did it. it. Didn't it didn't happen? Also, oh. try do things and don't be scared of not finishing it. Trust me, I found so many magical things. I have spoken on my own podcast that never launched. And now I'm very comfortable on in front of this mic and draw. Please just try something, start it. And if you don't finish it, don't worry. It'll come, it'll come into fruition. Mm-hmm. So diversify your money, get a side hustle, get a side gig. Mine has always been and always will be now is coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching. Supplement the onboarding process. Always, always. And the reason is we haven't figured out the onboarding process. Right now at Hustle Hunters, shout out that's to the crew. Ve- that's
0: very true. I'm just saying about to- that. I'm like, it's so true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout
1: out to the crew. We try. And I work for a really strong leader. I work for an empathetic team in a startup. I took a self-care day. I'll give you an example. I didn't ask. I just said, I'm off. And they say, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Right? How do you do that? Well, I'm not sure, but I'll give you my best guess. I hired an executive. I'm so sorry. Let me back up a little bit. When I said yes to Hustle Hunters, I said, yes, and I need a diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging executive coach. And my lead was, it was funny because she was like, oh, wow, I didn't know those exist. I'm like, I don't know either, but I will find her. found her. Lovell, you're my girl. I love you. I hope we meet in person one day. She's in Europe. I have my executive career coach because Hustle Hunters is paying her to make sure I sustain, to make sure I can ask her stupid questions. And fun fact, she tells me, I don't ask stupid questions, but that was a truth in my mind from my past experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. My career coach, in addition to just helping me at one thing at Hustle Hunters, my job, she has helped me heal, upskill. She has helped me just I let go of false truths that I've been holding for way too long. I wrote a six month roadmap and she, I, I kept having her like, look at it. Is there anything wrong with it? Like, Am I missing something? And she was just like, this is the trauma talking. This is mm-hmm, outrageously mm-hmm. great, and yeah. then also fun fact, I also showed Jonathan because I respect Jonathan's opinion, and he had feedback, but it wasn't like I felt terrible. I felt energized from the feedback, and that's how feedback should feel mm-hmm. energized, hope, excited now, so my third point is so the first point is diversify your coins, get that side hustle. so if you leave, you can you have some some money coming in. The next thing is supplement your onboarding process. Get get yourself a book. There's books out there before you start. Read them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ask people outside the organization. Learnings, failures of onboarding. Give yourself grace. Onboarding has not been figured out yet. So you're going to go through a system that hasn't been polished OK, so yeah. when you're in that system, give yourself some grace.
0: Ask all the questions. Ask, ask every question. Ask yeah. all the
1: questions. Yep. And also if someone gets snippy with you and, it, and annoyed with you, ask somebody else. So there's some people that want you to suffer, too. Like mm. you suffer I suffer through the onboarding process. So you have to navigate. It's another test. It's another interview. This is the mindset. That some people have. It's my therapist called the crabs in a barrel. Have you ever heard of that, Jonathan? Yep.
0: Crabs in a barrel. Yep.
1: If you haven't heard of it, it's disgusting. I don't like it. It just basically means like uh, historically excluded talent. There's not enough spots at the top. So then some of us will treat us like crabs and we're just pulling at each other down. Yeah. Just fighting each other. Yeah. And that that I'm not, I'm not the one. The third point, this is what helped me get me all the great things in my life today. Give. Now, when I give this advice. A lot of people always get really stuck here because, and I've discovered why. When I say give, I don't mean, you know what to give. I mean, just have the mindset of giving. When I meet amazing people, I typically ask them, this is actually guidance and advice I've gotten from Marco Lindsay at the high school of business at UC Berkeley. Dope person.
0: Oh, shout out Marco.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Marco's awesome. Yeah, And he's taught me to give. I remember like, okay, I am a giver. I can feel in my core, but how come I can give so easily and people get, they hesitate. And I, I always trust that people are good first. Mm -hmm. That's my first impression after I healed. And I realized because people are scared, they don't know what to give. What do you mean? I'm I'm new at this. I don't know enough information. I'm, I'm a student. I'm this and that. You have so much more experience than me. What do I have to give to you? I'm like, I need you to be more creative in that. One of my clients, actually, I gave her a sliding scale for coaching. She offered to babysit my kids. Now I didn't take the offer, but I'm going to tell you like, there you go.
0: Yeah.
1: Getting creative, paying attention. Mm-hmm. I do have kids, but I don't have my clients watch my kids.
0: But yeah I love the creativity. Okay. Crossing and cross th- the boundaries. But
1: yes, crossing all <laughs> my boundaries. But I, yeah. I love that I love that she was courageous enough to be like, I'm just gonna try this, right? Mm-hmm. And the other piece was this. We no one can give to you unless you're ready to receive. So I started getting more feedback. I've had hundreds of people look at my resume. And guess what? It's never perfect because it depends on the person that's looking at it. Mm-hmm. But I learned to receive the information and trust my own opinion. And so those are the three key points to navigating I, systems that are still not created for us. Still not created for us.
0: Yeah. Catherine, now, that's, before, that's a word. Yeah. That's a word. You oh, is said that word? That, Should I um, take a
1: sip? I'm going to take a sip of water. On yeah.
0: The you said, uh, gosh, you said receiving the info." Uh, well, paraphrasing, receiving the information for others, but trusting your own intuition. That's a word. Because like, I feel like sometimes we get caught up in... Uh, just like because somebody has more experience or, than us or doing this longer or doing something else, that, that mm-hmm. one size fits all approach almost mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. if you've done this, you did this. It, it'll like, I have to do it that way so I can get to where you are. But yes. in reality is it's like sometimes their advice and their wisdom is very much necessary. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can probably go further, but mm-hmm. it's not a one size fits all. Like sometimes you gotta like see, take the information of what's going to serve you. Right and, and I, also I think, like yeah
1: you could can I cuss on this shell? you yeah, could I mean
0: you could shit, fuck, fuck, fuck up damn <laughs> so, you
1: could fuck up like yeah. you could try something and be like damn that didn't work at all mm-hmm. guess what nobody cares about yep. those things yeah. I will say though I learned there was an idea it's not my idea I learned it at X of like there was a dabbling of idea I hope they don't come after me and sue me of like instead of getting a regular resume they want resumes of failure. All your mm-hmm. failures, and they want to know how you got out of it. And I was like, "Huh, that's actually something I do agree with. That's kind of dope." Yeah, uh, I don't think we're ready for that. I don't think I don't think we're ready for that. But I think it's a this is a dope concept. There's something else I wanted to share about the navigating your systems, what is possible. Ah, so rewinding a little bit. I don't think things are by accident. I strongly believe in a planned happenstance. It's not my theory; it's an academic theory. Meaning, I think blessings come to us. And sometimes we're not ready to receive those blessings. Remember that woman that caught me cutting class, Jonathan? Mm-hmm. That one time at my fourth high school? When I got my master's, she showed up. Oh, My master's was in college and career counseling. Mm. I mean, I didn't know that existed, first of all. Okay. And then she gives me a gift. And it's a little business card holder. And she said, and it said, this is to show you. This is from my desk at, Al- at Alameda High to show you how far you've come. I, too, was a college and career counselor. Wow. And I didn't know her title until that moment. And so that actually happens in my life quite often these moments of like, what? But now I'm like, of course. And so, y'all, meeting Jonathan was one of those moments for me. I'm going to tell you why. So, I started a community called Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, Belonging Community Gathering Group. I didn't mean to make the name that long. That's what I started off with, and I was like, eh, I like "We'll change it's it later."
0: And now I don't title. know.
1: But everyone's like, "Meh." Anyway, so a, a good example of just start something. Don't overthink it. I also have yeah. my own business called Castro Career Consulting. I don't love that title either. But guess what? No one cares. Nobody <laughs> mm-hmm. cares. Now, do I have a website? No, I have one. One pager I created on Canva. Don't let yourself block your dreams. Please just mm-hmm. start something. So yeah. this community. I started it. My intention was I wanted to share the dope people I was meeting in my life during COVID. I have this thing and I I don't question great things. I don't question fantastic blessings. And when I meet people, they typically say, wow, I feel like I've known you all my life. And then I meet other folks who are like, oh my gosh, I'm not talking to anybody new. I'm scared. I literally have anxiety talking to new people. And during COVID, in a virtual world, that really hurts folks. Not being mm-hmm. able to talk to people, right? To new people. So yep, if you're, yep. how can I support this community? Because they're part of our crew too. They're important. I was like, what? How do I share the Stephanie LeBlanc coffries? Shout out my girl at Google. She's doing amazing work there. How do I share this magic? And how do I? How do you remember how I invited the first crew? But I just created an invitation. and Said, hey, anyone want to join me in this thing? The concept is we're going to give help to each other. If you're a DNA practitioner or want to be one, or if you protested or organized, I had to really define what that uh, what I meant by this. I had I pitched to my lead, hey, I have this idea. I want to do it on your block. Also, because I have two kids, y'all. I'm not trying to do this after hours. So and I pitched, like, you know, it'd be great. I had this whole pitch, ready, Jonathan? She really said yes at, like, I have this idea to help <laughs> me sustain, and we can give back. She goes, yes. And I'm still talking. She goes, Catherine, I said, yes. I'm like, oh, well, fantastic. So shout out to Hustle Hunters for le- for allowing us to gather in that way. And we started off with, I think it was, I think it was about 10 people. And now we're at 45 and growing
0: and growing Yeah. Uh, and
1: growing. And the dopest part is like, I started the first session sick and you don't know me, but I don't really like starting things, not feeling my very best in terms of just, I was out of it and but I didn't want to show up perfect or polished because I really, really wanted people to show up how they were. And how the heck am I going to do that? And I'm not modeling the behavior. Hmm. So I showed up sick, pale, and not ready to talk to anybody, especially people new. And I said it out loud. I said, like, I'm not my best today. And I said, I hope someone brings the energy today, y'all, because the whole concept is not the Catherine show. Everyone has to give love to this community for it to work. We want to be able to give to each other and ask for help. And then Jonathan was one of the first people was like, hi, I'm Jonathan. I got you. I was like, who's that? what green square is that? Right. And then ever since that day, Jonathan has committed, has been committed, but I'm going to share though. I truly believe because I don't take Jonathan for granted. I don't take you for granted. I don't take people for granted who give mm-hmm. more than I ever asked. And I do my darnest to make sure like, how can I always give back? It's like this continuous wheel of giving. And mm-hmm. so if you're out there thinking like, how do I sustain? How do I get into tech? How do Really try to figure out what I like to call the Chamorro way, folks from Guam. You find your place in your community, you get really good at it, and just keep giving back.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I I gotta be honest. Like I've taken this like model of giving. I've I, I mean, y'all, we've only I, me and Catherine have only known each other for like three months. So um, <laughs> so, but like I've really take I've learned a ton from you of mm-hmm. just like you know for my business I have like. I have like certain, I have like tiers, right? I have like those people that are like, this is this pricing. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. for, for folks that are in like the, non- I've been, I've worked in nonprofit. I've worked in higher ed. I know what y'all get paid is not a lot. So like there's yeah. that pro- pricing. And then there's like, like a pro bono tier of like people who like legitimately don't have the means to pay for it. But like, they're like, yo, like, like let's get creative. Like what can we do?
1: And also legitimately and, I define that Jonathan, like, I do get pro bono career coaching mm-hmm. who I'm not trying to celebrate someone's struggle. I'm just want to be really specific and clear mm-hmm. when someone can't feed their child. I am not going to charge that person. What yeah, I am going to do. Not. What I am yeah. going to do is charge y'all that have some coins to give to me for my yep. service. And people always like, Oh, you know, you have a scale. Why is that? So my scale is one sixty to 200 an hour. Mm-hmm. and some people charge more my career coach charge well i don't know if i can share that but she's she's happy i'll just say that yeah. she's really happy right well <laughs> my point is <laughs> my point is like the reason i charge at the higher end most of the time is because that you that person thank you because you allow me to give pro bono
0: mm-hmm.
1: without tapping into my son's savings exactly. without tapping into my mental health all that
0: exactly and 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 that's the mindset and i was actually like doubting it i'm like man, I might need to get rid of this pro bono thing. Like, man, like this like supporter, like this supporter tier at, at this much of a discount, like this is wild. I told people that like other coaches, they were like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Mm. And I was just like, ah, oh, maybe I should change it or get rid of it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is my first time. But like, after talking to you, I'm like, yo, like bump all that mess. Like I'm gonna keep this going around. And I've had a couple clients that have come this way in a, you know, tell me about their situation, tell me about like their their work situation. They're from the nonprofit space, from the like higher ed space. And like, I know how much they make. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's just like, you know what? I'm like so thankful that I was just like, they're able to immediately say yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they don't have to think about it. They don't have to, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want money to keep you from mm-hmm. like getting you to where you want to mm-hmm. to go. And so like, I'm just like, that's one of the things that I've like learned from you. Even the giving thing, like I'm just like yo, like I will say yes to as many. Shout out Maceo, um, another person. Oh, Maceo, yeah, yes. I, you know, she's so dope. She's so
1: dope. I actually like. Excuse me for interrupting you. She's so dope. She actually is the one. I don't think I told her this. She inspired for me to create a board Mm -hmm. for the community gathering group because I'm not about burnout. So Mm -hmm. Maceo, yo, she she's one of our really active members. And what I don't want to do is keep tapping on Maceo for the rest of her life. And yes. I'm unable to pay her coins. I'm not, I can't pay people yet. My dream is to create income for us somehow, the, the mm-hmm. very active members. Uh, I guess I should be very clear. We have weekly meetings, which is project focused. And we have a monthly meeting, which is just giving and asking. We meet mm-hmm. new people, you network. It's really dope. Show up as you are. Fun fact: A lot of people take turn on their camera because I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just being myself, and people are like, I, I think I'll show my um protective hairstyle right now. This is a this is a dope crew, you know. So mm. everyone's welcome. Where was I going with this? Oh, oh, Maceo. Maceo. So I didn't want to. What I've learned at, at, from ERGs actually mm-hmm. is there's always dope people in those communities, and what happens is like the same people is giving and giving, and yep. people yep. are taking from them and for free. Yes, I'm one of those people that think ERG leaders should get paid. I yes. am one of those people. And I, didn't want, I don't want that. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to model the behavior that hurt me before. So mm-hmm. I'm asking Jonathan, Maceo. We have a couple more slots. We're looking for specific talents that we're lacking, so supplement. And the commitment is a year. I ask folks for a year. And the reason is I, I don't want to lose Jonathan. First of all, I don't want to ever lose you. And <laughs> I, I want you to grow, right? And when you say, this is something I learned from my boss, Nikki. When you're saying yes to something, you have to say no to something. So that means like if you're saying yes to being the board of this thing, Jonathan, I know you're saying no to something else. I'm aware of that, you know. So I'm asking everyone for a year and then we rotate. Mm-hmm. We're gonna rotate. So yes. Yeah.
0: No, but I was just saying, like, shout out Macyo because she just mm-hmm. she's like modeling behavior too. Just like she said on a post today, like, I have met with so many people to talk and discuss and share knowledge about ERGs and how oh, yeah, to grow yeah. and strategize. I mean, like I've met with a ton of people on like, you know, how to like start this whole consulting thing and just networked in that way and just like genuinely be kind to folks and like giving of my time, not to take advantage of it because like at that mm-hmm. at that point I'm like, Oh, so you're taking advantage of it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I should different. I should say yeah. like I
1: yeah. So I'm a very kind person and mm-hmm. um I know when it's time to be direct and clear and a a bit aggressive. And if I do catch wind that folks are, someone's just taking and making people just feel bad or just, Mm -hmm. you know, you get those vibes from folks. This space isn't for you. No, it's not. It's not for you. So I'm excited to get more members from maybe this podcast. I am excited for Jonathan. I got the whole donation and monthly subscription vibe. That's that'd be me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I want to shout out to the the people who are listening today. Thank you for listening in. I have to go soon. I don't want to go. I have my son has Kung Fu and he's trying to go for his yellow black belt.
0: Oh yes, get it. No, I got to yeah. go too. I was actually about to wrap up. So I was thank, like, "Yo," and if
1: you're still on this, if you're still listening to us, thank you.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I lost I'll track try of time. Split it up maybe to two parts um, and just drop them the same day. But Catherine, well, thank you so good much. Conversation. I really, yeah, this. I mean. Long, again, long time coming, but it was right on time. Really appreciate you breaking it down so many things for us. Yeah. I mean, you're a real one. I mean, you, you're just a real one. I'm not, I'm not going to get all emotional here, but I just, I really might get, emo- I might, yeah. I like getting
1: emotional with Jonathan. I honestly, I think I've, every time I talk to my te- teary eyed because we're just so, because it's, it's like we haven't met in person, everybody. Fun fact too. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. wait. Are you a hugger? Yeah. Of course you're a hugger. Yes, I'm- I can't <laughs> wait to hug Jonathan. <laughs> You know, I yeah. can't wait. I yeah. can't wait. I, I I can't wait to, like, make money with you. I can't wait to, like, give back with you. Like, this is what yeah. I'm hoping more folks. I'm hearing, y'all, before we leave, okay, I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going to promise mm-hmm. shut up. From the community, <laughs> from the community, people have gotten paid gigs, speaking engagements, mm-hmm. coaching, somewhat. Uh, Hone HQ, shout out to Lawanne. got us donated gift cards just for showing up. Just You mm-hmm. just showed up and said, mm-hmm. hi, you got a gift card for showing up. Yeah. moving forward, people are now looking for sponsors to help us get some, some tools in place. Like it's, and this is without me asking. That is the dopest part. People are just yeah. giving. So yeah. I hope you don't miss out on the fun right now. It's just open. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see what happens.
0: And you also don't have to like join this group to do, to implement this yes. in your own life. Like Absolutely. literally, yeah, you could, it's so countercultural to be like, yo, I just want to like Start. Support something. you. Do yes. it. So yeah, yes. just do it. I want to give you this. So yeah. And if um, you want
1: support, help, like if you want help, like how do I start my own little niche community on something, something I'm open. I'm yeah. open to share what I've learned and what I'm learning.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, all right, I'm going to let you go. So yes. um, you're starting to get that that yellow with the the black bar. Yellow, yellow,
1: um, yellow black belt. That's
0: right. Yellow black belt. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So go ahead and get your plugs in. Where can people find you? Where can people get connected with you? I would love for The Real Fam to keep up with what you're doing and what you got Yes.
1: I'm very active on LinkedIn. That is my platform of choice. I am open to speaking engagements. My goal is to get one once a month, paid speaking engagements. And I'm not currently taking coaching clients right now uh, just because my my plate is not full and I like to keep it a little empty for fun and life and kung fu. Um, But please reach out. I love having great conversation. And please be patient. If I don't get to you right away, don't stop. I will get to you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Again, really appreciate your time, wisdom, your journey, everything. We honor it. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jonathan.
0: All right, Bye. y'all. This podcast was produced by myself, Jonathan Dumont. Additional production helped by the incomparable Lindsay Dumont with music by the also talented Mr. Tony Deras. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share and leave a review. It really helps folks discover the show. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.